AustralianMusiciansRadio.com Australian Musicians Radio advises the following program may contain coarse language, adult themes, unsolicited product placement, quality banter, unscripted bullshit, dad jokes, cringeworthy puns, lewd anecdotes, general fuckery, and lots and lots of local, independent, original music. Hi, I'm Daniel. And I'm GM. And welcome to Bar Talk. <laughs> Hi guys, this is Vass, and you're listening to Bar Talk here on Australian Musicians Radio. Other side of the pillow, stone frozen, depressing, my eyes burning from all of the texts you sent me. Try to gas you up, now the petrol is empty. Said you left for Joe, was a rogue and a pesci. Said there's plenty of fish in the sea, but I see you left me Brown. It's full of gasoline, cyanide, and a dollar twenty Used to hold you like a lotto ticket, triple circle Scratch. Now we're spinning in some pretty circles I got 
Got a toothbrush and we arrange to your place You hate the smoke so I blow it right in your face So sick of fighting I gotta fly my own way I break my bones if I ran and stayed at your pace So I guess it didn't work out I was trying to build you Smashing on my place with a smiley face Crazy but you're beautiful So I guess it didn't work out I was trying to build you Smashing on my place with a smiley face Crazy but you're beautiful I was robbing, you were calm in the lecture Somehow so calm and collected Had my heart and said you'd armor protected Obviously you're upset, that's a little expected I'm racing out your front door Headed straight to the exit Bye. Goodbye, goodbye Good times, no lie Give it to you straight so my heart won't break, baby I got the toothbrush and we arranged at your place Hate the smoke, so I blow it right in your face. So sick of fighting, I gotta fly my own way. I break my bones if I ran and stayed at your pace. So I guess it didn't work out. I was trying to build you, smashing on my place with a smiley face. Crazy, but you're beautiful. So I guess it didn't work out. I was tryna build you Smashing on my place with a smiley face Crazy but you're beautiful Got the toothbrush and we arranged to your place You hate the smoke so I blow it right in your face So sick of fighting I gotta fly my own way I break my bones if I ran and stayed at your pace. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hello. G'day. Oh my God, it's you again, oh, Gareth. not me again. Oh, not you, oh, no. Gareth. Oh, I thought I left you, left you somewhere along the side of the road the other week. You roped me in again. I just- uh, Just, you know, look, I've got nothing better to do. <laughs> Like, I'm serious. I don't. I feel, I, I'm honestly, I think I feel sorry for you at this point because you keep complaining to me in one ear and then uh, yelling at me in the other. So it's just like you got me, you got me on the full Stockholm syndrome this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, what is it? It's, um, uh, COVID, uh, um, oh, they've, they've got a name for it now. Uh, it's called, oh, gee, I can't even remember now. See, that's what it's done to me. It, it, it's, it's turned everyone into zombies. Yeah, you reckon? You reckon it's really just just made us all go a bit stir crazy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, we're we're out out in the loose here in, in Melbourne, and we're still you know well, freaked out by it all. Um, yeah, all the all the cancellations and reschedulations it's, it's and a crazy crazy time, I swear. But that said, being crazy is fine because these songs are just mad. Mm. Am I right? Yeah, this will take your mind off uh, the C word. Yeah, Saint Lane toothbrush, mm. so good. And before that, Zella with just because. Why do we play these songs? Well, because I just because she sent it in. Actually, that's a good point. Right. AMIAirplayMail.com. Yeah. Oh, damn right, son. She did actually. This is a really good good one to start with, and I'm so pleased uh, that we did actually start with this one. Zella 
which her real name's Alex. <laughs> so it's like, no. as you said, uh, yeah, I didn't even pick up on this until until you literally just said before. It's just her name backwards, like uh, you know, sure. <laughs> but um, <laughs> well, did you know? Did you know Zena? Zena, the warrior princess. Her name was Annex. And <laughs> or is she out there just parceling up pieces of land? You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, just like Putin eyeing off Crimea a bit too that- nicely. <laughs> She was that canvas on the side of the on the side of the caravan. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Zozella uh, is in living in Sydney from New Zealand, and uh, she has just released her debut single. Is it Zella or Zilla? Zilla. Uh, who knows? <laughs> These artists that don't give us pronunciations. I feel no. like it's uh, it's up to interpretation, and it's totally at, at, we're at the mercy of our terrible terrible reading skills. Uh, but just because is her her um, brilliant first single, and I thought it was so funky. Absolutely, yeah, it was super cool because we played it on Mint Factory as well. I was going to say it's a good good segue into that too. We'll mention <laughs> Mint Factory and, and the other shows a bit later, but a lot of crossover, and I love it because uh, when the artists are this good, you can't just play them once. And yeah, she sent that in herself, which of course, Gareth, where the hell do you put your music through to us if you're an independent artist? AMR Airplay at Mail dot com. I, rem- I don't know if you've listened over the episode that me and Jimmy did. It was so funny. Torturing him for the first time in a year and a half, trying to get them to get that that uh, that that email address right. <laughs> he wouldn't have had a clue. Like he's not even clever enough to write on his shoe. That bloke. He no, <laughs> no, he, he really no. He's look. I'll give it this. He, he focuses his attention on on the things that he thinks matters, and you know, props to him. But. <laughs> As far as he's, memorizing love, a radio he's, he's station's a email, he's a, he's a clever boy. I'm not. I'm only joking, Jimmy. <laughs> as far as he's memorizing a radio station, he has nothing to do with anymore. Zero out of ten. But yeah. that song, ten out of ten, absolutely. Um, I do like how she she's mentioned that she's been getting a bit of love. Uh, go and check out her. She hasn't really given us much more info, but that's that's fine. She's got an Instagram, uh, Zella the artist, and I as I always say, Gareth. Matter who you who you are, if you like the artists, please go and follow them. Please go and like them on their Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, whatever they do. TikTok, if you're on the old, uh, if you're on the old Xi Jinping watch, as I say. But uh, they've got a Discord. <laughs> they've got a Discord. Uh, they've got an OnlyFans. You know, chuck them a fifty for for us. You know, and then chuck AMR fifty so we can buy more equipment. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that wouldn't go astray. No. Um, is the, is the GoFundMe still running? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, maybe maybe ask up. first. Maybe ask first like, before you put I was, I was aiming for I was aiming for ten thousand. I think we got seventy five. <laughs> hey, it's it's you know better than nothing. It is what it is. Um, toothbrush was up next, as we mentioned after that, which is what we just came off. Uh, Saint Lane. Now, where's Saint Lane from? You ask. I'm about to find. I'm about to let you good people know. Um. He's Gold Coast, but another- Another NZ chair to the chair. Another NZ artist over in the best country in the world. I know, yeah. and, and I interviewed another <laughs> NZ artist this week as well. Like, <laughs> come on, come on, bros. Give it a rest, bros. Stop but, sending in all this freaking awesome music, yeah. bros. I think, um, so Zella, Zella or Zella is um, in Sydney. Uh, St. Lane is a bit further north in the Gold Coast. And uh, Toothbrush- it was so. It was again such a relaxed song, and I loved. This is the first time you heard it tonight, too. I know. Um, so it had such a really good guitar loop going through the whole thing, but a phased guitar, which was sort of just that phase on it, really made it sound relaxed. 
Whereas if it was just clean, it would have I, it wouldn't have quite a fit. So it's it's a testament to the production, uh, which was done by Danny Duke, who's um, produced everyone from oh our boy Dallas Woods and Baker yeah. Boy. Love a bit of Dallas. So yeah, actually, I can see I can see the comparison there. Um, Don't know if it's our boys from the other side of town, but no, no. I'm just saying because we've played we've, we've played Dallas Woods on this show. Before. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 He's he's one of the West Side Sharps now, out in Castle Maine. He is, yeah, and the, the hill, the hill up in the <laughs> up in the Hot Springs area, or the you know the, the not the Hot Springs, the uh, the natural springs. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a bit of your your naturally fizzed water. Anyway, it's a good track. Um, he's got some stuff coming up by the looks of it. Go and go and check it out. I think he's got a oh he's got a video too. That's right. Might have to go and give that a spin later. We will. Uh, keep it up. Um, getting some love from America too, Billboard. Nice work. Uh, yeah, go, great stuff, guys. Great stuff. Um, this week I had an absolute pleasure, Gareth, chatting to Morgan Houston, who is an artist that we're familiar with. Mm. She's not Kiwi. She's she's from Sydney. And she lives in Sydney. And she was having a lot of fun uh, over-ordering on the, uh, as I noticed you do, on the uh, <laughs> oh, Uber no. Eats. Oh, no. She, uh, we were both, we, we did the interview and we were both starving because it was like, we hadn't had lunch and it was like after 12 and she wouldn't and she, she it sounded like she had a mouth-watering gyros straight after the interview, which <laughs> I was very jealous about. But I'm um, speaking of menu log fans, Gareth. I've, I've actually, I actually do a, use menu log. Yeah. You're a bit of a delivery food whore lately, I noticed, because I so here I am getting notifications because I've got the, I got the email. He's app. got the email. I've got so it, under, it isn't just yeah, if you want to send email. in, send in music. If you want to send in your your Google Eats orders or whatever they are to Gareth, do you know what do in. you know what I'm ordering? No, that's all <laughs> I get. I get a notification. Oh, somebody sent music in. I look at it. Menu and it log. Said, Menu log. Gareth, I hope you're hungry! Exclamation mark. <laughs> it's like oh, Gareth, you got to split your you got to split your hey, look, personal I, and professional I, lives I, apart. I swear, I tried to open it with my other email and it just wouldn't work. So I just yeah, stuff it. This will do. <laughs> it's clogging up email space, Gareth. <laughs> Just spam it. I've got to spam. Just spam it. I don't read it anyway. I don't need it. Got everything. I've got it. They send, they send the text through. They anyway, haven't. They haven't misplaced. They haven't misplaced an order yet, have they? Um, no. Just usually just forget the source. That's you know. Yeah. Source. It's always the source. It's always the source. I mean, I mean, you probably should the buy ketchup it. or whatever. Yeah. Maybe you should just buy. Have the bottle here because in the anticipation I've of them forgetting. I've tried that many times, and we just run out, and then it gets used for something else. See, this is the things I miss pre-pandemic. The fact that you could go into the shop and they the self serve sources, like Guzmini Gomez, Seven Eleven, go and get your own free sauce. Yeah, are they, oh, they still do that. Yeah, okay, free sauce, free sugar. Uh. Oh yeah, you've you've bitched about this to me before, yeah. and, and I haven't taken advantage. If of you're it yet. desperate for sauce and sugar, <laughs> you know where to go. We don't have a Seven Eleven within walking distance. I feel like that's a travesty for a suburban for a suburban individual. If you're not within a walking distance of a Seven Eleven, are you really? Are you really living? You're not living. No, but I'll tell you what, we don't have a 7-Eleven within walking distance. Well, it is within walking distance, but not, not mine. Um, <laughs> not your walking distance no, specifically. But, there's, but there's the, actually the mean, the, where the bell curve stands, the average Australian would be able to walk there's actually it. Is a huge, There's actually a huge servo opening at the end of our street within 150 metres, which is within my walking distance. Is that where all that construction site is? Yeah. So you, you're- you were telling me the day you want to move, but is that now an incentive to stay where you are? <laughs> no, definitely not. No. Or are you going to look for houses that are specifically within the walking distance of a Seven Eleven? Is that going to be the criteria? I was thinking more of a charcoal chicken. Char- mm. Mm. Yes, or a kebab, or a kebab joint, or a burger joint, or something like that. Yeah, because you're going to miss your you're going to miss your kebab joint on the corner, the truck. 
Um, just, you know, the local supermarket, you know. Or the local supermarket, yeah. yeah. Just the local, local. Yeah. We can get credit. And- yeah. <laughs> well, what about what about a, what about a live music venue? Is that going to be a... Is that going to be? Yeah, a, I mean, you know, you can't dream. <laughs> if budget wasn't, if a budget wasn't a concern, I'm, I'm, I've actually made a deal with Steve. I'm moving into the Jungle Bar next week. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Seeking Land, one of our great, great music, <laughs> great venue partners. I feel like living in an upside down wonderland. You, you've, oh, we'll talk about this a bit more later. But you've, you've been busy. You've been going back and forth to Suki Lounge. Like it's, I've like, spent a bit of time in that so you, in that Jungle Bar lately. You know, a couple more hours per week, and you basically. Class is legally living there, I think. Well, the bar's not open, so I'm not doing anything else there. Like the joint's empty except for the artists that are playing in there. So it's the green. It's the green room usually. The jungle bar. Yeah, there's more greenery in there than anywhere else. <laughs> we'll let that. We'll let the audience determine what that what that particular line means. Mm-hmm. I think. So interpret it either way. Oh no, that's in the beer garden. That greenery. No, I'm talking about the the, the ferns, the mushrooms, and the ferns. They're, they're, from they're the, actually yeah. are. They've got like an Alice in Wonderland <laughs> thing going on as uh, as uh, which I've been ordering. I order one every time I go now. An Alice in Wonderland contract. Yes. <laughs> they are seriously freaking awesome. You've talked it up. Like before last year, folks, it was the Arancini balls mm-hmm. at Suki Lounge. It was yep. always the Arancini balls. And this year it's the Alice in Wonderland um cocktail. Yeah. You, you really do attach yourself to a couple of menu items at the t- at a time, don't you? I had another one last night, but I can't tell you what it is. Was it good? I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't that good then? Because you would have asked if it was well, last really- night, last night being Sunday night, yeah. Yeah. If it really blew you away, you would have asked what it, it was. was. It was called- so, uh, we, we, I'll try and find it on the menu, right? We'll find yeah, it. We'll have yeah. a look on the cocktails on the um, website. But uh, it was a- Yeah, it was a fairly w- freaky name. Well, I mean, Alice in Wonderland's a pretty- Pretty venturous name for a cocktail. Well, oddly enough, out of all the other cocktails on the, on the list, this one was also blue- and so I, did, it's, I, did, it's I wasn't. A ex- thing. I didn't know. It's, it must be a colour thing. For I you, like I blue cocktail. Yeah, a blue cocktail is nice. I so if it's blue, f- it's for you. I don't think I've ever asked you your favourite colour, but I think I've worked it out. But probably is. <laughs> if you, you haven't thought about this, have you? Matches my eyes. <laughs> hey, good point. Uh, yeah, Morgan Houston interview up soon, which I'm really excited to hear played back again. Uh, right before that, though, we've got a really cool track, Memory Castles. An artist that we have, um, that I've, I've seen, we've had out their stuff sent in a few times, but I haven't had the chance to actually uh, play it. So I'm really excited. This one was kind of punky. It was kind of alternative. It had like, I don't know, it was, it was a bit, it was a bit, a bit left of center, but I, it sort of stood, it sort of really stood out because of that, and which is, which is what really, really made me pick it. Um, this is courtesy of Ruckus. You had those, yeah, um, real sort of punchy punk vocals, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, like, like the- yeah. So the, almost like uh, I don't know if there was any augmentation going on there, but uh, there, there may very well have been. There's a lot of effects going on there. It was it was kind of cool. It was like yeah, it was kind of hard hitting, but at the same time, bit bit different. Um, they're from Adelaide, these guys, which is uh, cool. I don't think I haven't I don't think I've played an Adelaide artist for a while on this show. Uh, and Money is the name of the song. Uh, their EP is out now. T- oh, no, not out now. I thought it said June 23. No, it's July 23. So, that's going to be part of their EP. Pretty, Pretty Monsters. Monsters. Yeah. So, keep an eye out for that. That should be a bit of fun. And it looks like going by the press release, they are, are a five-piece. Um, we've got some interesting hair going on there with some of the artists. It's definitely a hair straightener or two, which, you know, for punk is 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 a pretty common appearance. And, uh Yeah. I mean, no, no, nothing wrong with that, eh, Gareth? Is there any re- is there any um, date for them down the bottom? Oh, like a, a 
a show. Didn't Adelaide go into lockdown, or am I thinking of Perth? No, 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 no dates. No, no dates. No. Come on, guys. When are you playing that. next? Play some some gigs, guys, and come down and say good day. Oh yeah, uh, money is essentially about being desperately insecure and anxious when dating someone. <laughs> that's you in a nutshell, Gareth. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm just trying to get some witty banter going on here. Um, I guess if that if that relates to you, folks, comment down below on whatever post you're listening to about you know how insecure your last date was, especially in these <laughs> uh, crazy, crazy times. Uh, go and check out Memory Castles if you want to hear more about their upcoming EP, which will be out soon. Ah, uh, Gareth, it is time to play it, I think. Yep, we'll be back soon on Bar Talk. We'll be back soon on Bar Talk. Got Memory Castles with money, and right after that, a previous single of Morgan Houston, Killing Me, and then the Morgan Houston interview right here on Bar Talk. Nice to meet you, you've got me see through. I really, really want to believe you. When you tell me that you love me, that you want to kiss and hug me, but the world is looking ugly, get the pretty out. I'm feeling pretty now, I'm feeling shitty now. I don't know how I'm meant to feel my brains around about. I got lost and caught in the motions. After you, I took to the potions. Houston, and you're listening to AMR. Do you know how much it hurts me when you go silent and you punish me? Every time you call me insane, I can't trust my brain. Does it make you feel strong to tell me I'm wrong? When you tell me it's all in my head. I'll never leave you 
Bar Talk, it's me, no one else, because you know, it's your host, and what else am I supposed to do? I haven't captured anyone to be a separate host, so you know what, you're dealing with me for the time being. If you want to donate a host, though, let me know. Uh, right, though, right then, <laughs> though, you heard the absolutely brilliant former single off a one Morgan Houston. Uh, Houston, we do not have a problem, because that song was um, killing me. So good. I think I died slightly just in heaven listening to it. It was Killing Me, one of the previous singles, as I said, off Morgan Houston's new album slash EP, which is called Glow Up. It's an album slash EP because it's sort of halfway between the two. And you know what? You know who isn't halfway between between the two anything? It's, it's Morgan. She's, she's definitely come onto our side and on the phone right with me right now from a lockdown Sydney. Morgan, hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> How are you going, first of all? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. You sound really like good. you're absolutely chuffed right now, and I like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a chuffed person. You, you're just generally chuffed? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. And, and I would be too if I had literally just released, as of recording, um, my brilliant debut EP as of yesterday. So, you must be, yeah, you must be over the moon about it. Yeah, like sometimes I kind of forget about it though. Like I don't know, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you just wake up, feed the cats, say hello to the the neighbour, and you go, "Oh, that's right, I'm a pop singer." Yeah, well, I do have a cat, so that is pretty accurate. <laughs> Wait, what's your cat's name? Minky. 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 With an N in. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, don't forget the N. Uh well, you know what? Enough, enough pussying around. We've got we've got you into <laughs> chat about. Aforementioned 
recently released EP. I mean, when you do remember that you've released it, you must you must feel pretty proud about it. Like, it's a pretty good EP. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, really excited about it, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, and, and congratulations, and too. Really Sorry, I, I, should, I should get that out of the way. Well done for actually getting it out there. Thank you. Thank you, yeah. I was freaking out, like, a couple of days ago. Like, I was having a real crisis of confidence. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, maybe it's really shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, now... <laughs> no, no, you, you go. You go. <laughs> now that it's, like, out and, like, I can hear people's reactions to it and they like it, I'm like, okay, we're good. We're sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it seems to be a common thing, that, that sort of, not guilt, but that, that sort of um, uncertainty. I've, I've heard yeah. I've heard that married like people that are about to get married apparently have the same thing, um, you know, regardless of whether <laughs> the marriage is is very clearly going to you know crash and burn or whether it will be a fruitful relationship. There's always that you know a- anticipation right before they they take the plunge because like that there's that finality of releasing it, isn't it? Isn't there? Because it's like once it's out yeah. there, it's out there. Yeah, exactly. There's no going back. Yeah, it's a bit like bit like taking a plunge. Oh no! What what, what would you describe releasing now that it's out? What, what what life event would you consider is the closest thing to releasing an EP? Because it's not something most people do. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not really comparable to in my boring ass life. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't ask about your life, Morgan. I, again, I don't to quote your own words. I don't care about your boring ass life. I care about other people's more interesting <laughs> lives, which is why we're touching on this um, subject. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe like, <laughs> I mean, I guess that now that you brought it up, marriage, it would be the closest thing to it because <laughs> you are, you are marrying it. Like there's, you, there's no changing it. You, this will forever be the first album that you released. You can't change it. I, I feel like though, because it's, it's unlike, unlike marriage. If you're going to get married again, okay, you're going to release a second EP or a second record. You don't have to divorce yeah. the first one. You don't have to like, you know, you don't have to go. That wasn't me. You're not changing your name each time you you release a new EP. <laughs> so uh, maybe in maybe in a world where you know polygamy is is considered a social societal norm, you know, uh, again Mormons rise up. Uh, this might yeah. actually this might actually be a good comparison. So I think I've I, I think I've found the flaws in your argument there, but I get what you mean nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like marriage, it's what it's like one in five the divorces now. I mean, pretty much polygamy, surely. As I say, uh, you know, eight out of ten statistics are totally made up. Uh, so. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> That's a paradox because you can never know if that statistic was made up or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but no, I, I get, get what it. you mean. Like there's I see a- the irony. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, would you ever feel like that oh, I know this is probably not going to be something you'd be able to answer considering where you are at the moment, but uh, do you think you would be the kind of person to distance yourself from your previous release each time that you come out with a new one? Well, I no, I think I would. I like the idea of having like little nuggets that you kind of carry through, like you kind of um, little motifs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Because there's some things in the like conceptually in the album that 
are always what I write about and what I feel. So I feel like whatever I release is always going to be something that carries over, like a theme or something. Well, I was going to say, do you, speaking of motifs and that, some artists do like to carry a theme throughout their career and they, they stick by certain rules so that mm-hmm. either their image or the, the thing that people think about them is something specific. And it's, it's you know partially, if not somewhat, engineered by their own, the artist's own decisions. So, uh, have you thought about that much at all? And do you reckon that might take any particular form as you move forward? Yeah, I think, like, with the vocal production, um, I really like harmonising and building up the layers and Mm. creating sort of just the vocal production in itself is an instrument. And I kind of wanted that to stand out on the album. And I'm, I'm writing the next one at the moment and I'm sort of taking that to a new level, but sort of, carrying over what I learned on this one and I yeah I that's what I um love the most about creating music and about this album so I think I want that to be something that stands out be like oh damn that's some nice harmonies that's (laughs) yeah yeah because it is I have to say on on the record there's a lot of really nicely balanced uh, multi-track multi-tracking harmonies going on there and multi-track just vocals in general so it's really good to see that come to fruition as one of yeah. your aims. Yeah. Like when I record a vocal, mm. I'm always hearing the layers. Like I, I can hear them really clearly in my head and that's what I find the most fun and rewarding part of making music. So, yeah, just I get like in a zone and I'll just like, you know, churn out it like the whole vocal production <laughs> in about half an hour. <laughs> you should get a Shrek motivational poster for that because if it's you're just going to go around and yell at your producer and go, it's all about the layers. It's all about the layers. <laughs> it's like pointed at onion. It's all about the layers. Oh, what's your producer's name? Sorry. Or what was well, your- I produced this one myself. Oh, okay. So you're looking in a mirror then, like Morgan. Yeah. It's like this is your this is your prep <laughs> prep talk before you go into the go into your studio. Morgan, it's all about the layers. The layers. You've just got an onion. Yeah. You just cut an onion. It's like, and you, you know, your mum will be going and you're like, what are you doing, Morgan? You sit in the kitchen cutting up half an onion. It's like, oh, mum, I need this. I need this to make sure that I, <laughs> I, I bleed emotion in my vocals. It's like, it's for the layers. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I hate cutting onion, man. I can't, I can't do that. No? You're not an onion person? No. I my high eye then. <laughs> Here's a quick detour. Um, cooking with Morgan. The theme song music plays in the background. All right, Morgan, welcome to the welcome to the uh, show within the show, uh, as they call the uh, uh, Miss on Son, or as, as as the depressed podcast hosts call it, a miserable on Son. Uh, how how are you going today, Morgan? We're here to talk about your cooking. All right. Woo! Trust fake, me. Fake audience claps. Nobody want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? Nobody would want to hear or see me cook. It's not pretty. Well, you, you mentioned that you don't like onions, so there's a there's a big no no in the cooking world. You, you've just made every chef's face scowl. Apparently, onions are yep. a no go. What 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 do you even do for flavour? <laughs> I like I don't cook at all. <laughs> well, uh, that 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 segment ended abruptly. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. tuning into Cooking with Morgan. Da 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 da. <laughs> yeah, that went really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, not even a toasted sandwich. I mean, is that cooking? I can do that. I can boil water as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
what 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 do you what do you like to do like as a just in your spare time? Um, I would say like the ocean. I if I'm not in the studio, I'm in the ocean. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say that. That didn't quite make sense phonetically for a second. I was like, I like to do the ocean. Oh God! Mm, what? <laughs> the ocean is a sacred place. <laughs> <laughs> as they say, as they say, it's, it's down the down the sea, under the sea, where it's uh, down where it's wetter and better. Take it oh, from God. me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, you're very you're very much like a beach girl, then. Oh yeah, I live right by the beach. Oh, of course, Sydney. Yes, you got us there, Sydney. I'll let you have that one. Yes. Oh, we've got more than that one. I no, guess. No, like- no. Let's not get it. <laughs> um. Because Sydney has, I've been told, and I say I've been told because I haven't spent enough time there. Um, but you have like the touristy beaches, right? You got your Manleys and your your Bondi's and your Cronulla's. If you feel like a little bit of ethnic flair, um, and then the occasional race right. But yep. Sydney has a slew of beautiful beaches that no one goes to apparently, apart from like the locals. Yeah, um, especially like up in the northern northern beaches. Yeah, is that is that sort of where you're based? I'm no, I'm in Manly, oh, okay. um, which is the south most southern um, right. northern beach. So you guys must be loving because if if your be- if your local is Manly, um, you must be absolutely loving the fact that they're not letting internationals in at the moment because it must be like just really spacious. <laughs> I don't know. I, like, there was a lot of people at the beach yesterday. It wasn't didn't look like lockdown. Yeah. You're kidding. So, oh, <laughs> have fun with that, Sydney. Uh, yeah. We won't go into that too much. But it, it's a case of like it must be so, – I mean, what is it about the ocean like that you really, really like as just a place to be? Um, I just find that it – I don't think about anything. It's like meditation, like the meditative mm. practice. For me. And, um, yeah, I kind of like how you're weightless in the ocean. You can just – I don't know. It, I don't feel – so like weighed down by any like worries or stresses mm. and I love just when you go underwater especially like I'm not like a free diver but I can like yeah. hold my breath <laughs> <laughs> most people can yeah it's it's a pretty common thing to do yeah but I'd say I, I can hold my breath like, pretty, pretty long and like yeah when you're down there and like looking at the fish and all that <laughs> like time kind of goes so much slower and it's just like it's like a alien planet down there it's mm. crazy mm. so it sounds like it's a bit of a self-care uh exercise going to the beach yeah it's definitely that's my main form of self-care mm. Mm. Uh, it's my only form of self-care do you find if you have had a stressful day or if something's not gone right you're just like right i'm going i'm, I'm packing in i'm going to the beach <laughs> don't call me yeah well my initial instinct like, well, initial reaction is to be like, no, I'm going to hide in my room if I'm, like, stressed mm, mm. and just watch Netflix. But <laughs> I know that that's not going to make me feel better. I know that self-care and future me requires that I do something like go to the beach. Yeah, yeah. H- how did you handle, like, looking after yourself while you're recording? Because did you find that the process of it was very, you know, taxing in terms of, taking away all your attention and focusing on this one thing or or did you find that it was very much a relaxed state of mind you were able to do a bit here do a bit there do what you do what you want to do for the rest of the day what what did it feel like well the process for me was abnormal because I had um broken leg 
like really bad and was completely um, mm. like immobile and um, stuck at home for three months. So I couldn't go to the beach. <laughs> and um, yeah, I like I that the recording and making the, the songs and all that was literally just to give myself some sort of purpose and to help with because I was just so anxious because I couldn't do anything I don't know like I feel like this is quite common with like anxious people like if you stop like you know everything that you're doing in your life because you know something like a broken leg everything stops yeah like it has time to catch up with you and then you're just stuck feeling anxious all the time anyway that's what happened to me and yeah so music kind of saved me in that way and um yeah like sometimes I would still get anxious when I was like writing and stuff but because I'm, you know, putting all my focus into writing the songs, like, I'd be like, oh, I didn't feel anxious for that, like, last mm. 30 minutes or whatever. So I just keep doing it. And, yeah. So it was kind of, like, relaxing. Um, but, yeah, even more than that, it was, like, I just don't know how I would have gotten through that period without, like, making the album, to be honest. Because I, I do remember when when we first featured um, your previous single, Not Quite Yet, I did see that, you, yeah, it, it ha- the fact that you'd broken your leg sort of drove you to write or like get the, or get the EP together. Was it a case yeah. of a lot of the songs were already done or were you actually writing them as you went? No, I literally was writing them as I went. Right. Um, one of Do It All Over, I'd written, because I went to the con briefly in 2016, um, do it so, all so over. The, I'd written. So where did you say you went to? Oh, the Conservatorium of Music okay. in Sydney. So, so yeah, that's sorry. that's a problem. You got to <laughs> you Sydney <laughs> siders. You think it all yeah. revolves around you, don't you? Sorry, that's some Sydney slang. <laughs> Sydney slang. Yeah, so down here in Victoria, um, they're just like you know, just us mustachioed, uh, hair bun, latte sipping tram riders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a little bit of. <laughs> Guess guess who's more egotistical? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to um, push any buttons there. <laughs> yeah, here she is <laughs> ripping some New South Welshman slang on. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I digress. So the the conservatorium. Uh, what what did you say you did there? <laughs> um, I wrote um one of the songs, "Do It All Over." Um, so that one was the only one that I'd already had like the um all the instrumental stems and everything done and I just I had most of the vocals done as well I just freshened up freshened it up a little bit mm. but um yeah most of them all the other ones I wrote one at a time throughout that sort of a period of about four months so did, yeah well did you find then that the style of song we, you were putting together you know differed from what you used to write um no like I would say it's probably stayed pretty constant like mm. but I guess there is this kind of pull between the more folky songs on like mm. I write on my guitar first and then I later layer it up with like keys and um you know some maybe I'll, yeah pretty much keys guitar like that kind of more folky simple production and then there's the more um synthy pop sound so there's like that pull between those two different um sounds on the album and yeah i i but i kind of like that like it it's refreshing and i like how there's that variety um you know mm. there's songs for like a chill sunday morning and like for a saturday night do you know what i mean yeah just having a having a having a cheeky cheeky you know day drinking sort of sunday sesh yeah 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 cuz 
Yeah, because I mean, look, I, I'm guessing now that because I now that I know that you did it all yourself, which is awesome, by the way. I mean, for the production <laughs> and that. Did yeah. you find you had to sort of limit your, the scope of like how how much you wanted to do production wise, or are you were you pretty confident in your own skills to do whatever you wanted? And really, this is just your creative vision coming to fruition. Um, I mean, I'm never confident in my own skills <laughs> in anything, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I yeah, because when I was like writing them, I didn't, I wasn't like, I'm going to release this, so yeah, yeah. I didn't really have to worry about whether I felt how I felt, like if I felt confident, like I just did what I wanted to do, and mm. I loved how there's no one, there's no producer with me, there's no one there to like, I don't know. I don't know what it, I don't want to say judge, but yeah, I just liked having having full control myself, and yeah, just being able to if I you know start something don't like it I can just scrap it and start again. Do you know what I mean? There's no there's no one sitting there um, like overseeing anything, and mm, yeah, mm. I just that. So then, at what point during that process did you go from saying well, I'm not really going to do anything with this to going Yeah, I'm going to release this as my first EP. Um. To be honest with you, like, <laughs> this um, guy that inspired most of the songs, um, he just was an absolute dickhead. And <laughs> he just he just took being a dickhead to new heights. Wow. And I, yeah, and I just went, you know what? And he releases music himself. And I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm so angry right now. And I just, I wanted to do something um to make myself feel like empowered and I just wanted to do something big. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to release an album. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so it really. And he'd it, always been like, he'd always been telling me like, oh, you should release music. And I, I, I kind of felt like he thought um, I needed him. And um, it was just like nice to be able to be like, you know, screw you. I'm just going to do it. And I don't need you. Bye. So really <laughs> it's, just, it's just for spite. People ask yes. me, why, why'd you, you know release this, this album, Morgan, <laughs> for spite? Spite. Why else? <laughs> I do everything out of spite. Like, I'm a petty bitch. <laughs> Revenge is a dish best served with reverb. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Is that, <laughs> is that like a question? No, I just made <laughs> it up on the that? spot. <laughs> it's the producer's, the producer's revenge dish. No, I, that's – look, I mean, whatever, whatever – Gets you motivated in the morning, Morgan, whether it be the blood of your enemies or, you know, the, the pure joy that you bring to your countless fans. I, I think that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's not the, it is really a case of it's not the, it's not the journey, it's the destination. And I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to talk because uh, talk a bit about your, your live stuff because you were supposed to play a show on the 8th, I see, which you mentioned before the interview that that's going to be. Who knows when that's going to happen? But I see yeah. you've got a show on the 5th of August, which uh, – how are we looking yeah, at the moment? Yeah, that one's still going ahead. Okay. It, that at the moment, still going ahead. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. At Lazy yeah. Bones in Sydney. Did you – before you decided you wanted to do the EP, were you much of a live performer yourself? Yes. Like, I love singing live. That's, mm. like, my thing. Mm. Yeah, it, it gives me such a rush. So was it much? So was it a case of you were you're pretty much doing gigs all the time and yeah. singing uh, since like 2018? Mm. Um, I've been performing pretty regularly. Because talking about the con, 
to mm-hmm, yes. your background is that you did study there for a while. I didn't study there for too long. Um, okay. I, I studied there for like six months. So you did a stint, so to speak. It was just a little you dabbled in the you dabbled in the professional arts for a moment. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I went to law school. <laughs> wait, legit or are you joking? No, I did. I <laughs> know, <laughs> it's so weird. I'm so weird. <laughs> wait, so did, did, how long did law school last for? Um, I've done four years okay. of a five year degree. <laughs> just a little just just a little bit longer. Just just a touch. Yeah. All right. Um uh, which one's got more snobbery? <laughs> oh, like it's actually an even tie, to be honest. <laughs> actually, shit, that's going to get me in so much trouble. <laughs> so, the academic profession really is just rotten to the core, regardless of the industry you're going into. Okay, sure. Let's yeah. let's let's leave that as a conclusion. Thanks, Morgan. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. We'll see you. No. <laughs> Don't no. go to uni, kids. <laughs> Don't that's, go that's to my advice. <laughs> higher, edu- higher education's a sham. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> But I mean, did you did you end up? How much from your your studies at the con <laughs> sounds so <laughs> sounds so awkward for me saying that? Uh, how much of your studies, though, in that sort of more prof- professionalized learning environment, has carried through to your current music? Um, look, I would say not much. It's more the people that I met there, mm. and I'm still friends with people now, and they like are inspiring and I just love how there's this little creative community and they inspire me. And yeah, I think that's what I've the most, you know, beneficial thing I derive from that whole experience. But I, um, all throughout school, I, um, was in like, you know, three orchestras, two choirs, and I was studying, um, like piano classically. And, um, that definitely has, was like, so important in like shaping my musical knowledge and how I can, you know, produce my own stuff because mm. I can, I have that skill level. Um, so I'm so thankful that I pushed through and did that. So you really were a busy little bee as a, as a, as a kid, you were a good little, good little student. Oh, I was such a good student. I don't know what happened. <laughs> seriously. I don't know why, like, I don't know who that girl was. Where did it all go crazy. wrong, Morgan? Where did it all go? I don't know. Like- <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I think I burnt out. Yeah, it, it happens. It happens. Burnout. Well, well, I mean, look, it's a, it's a legit thing, folks. It, it, and I mean that seriously. Like, it can be when you when you've got a lot on your plate. When you're yeah. being told you got a lot on your plate, it can just the sense of there being a lot, rather even if it might be a manageable amount, can just you know just freeze you up. And, yeah, as you say, burn you out. So it's yeah. it's not fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> But I mean, I was going to say, with your classical, classically trained piano skills, um, has that helped you uh, get a knowledge into, I guess, structurally how a song works that you may not have had otherwise? Um, it's more just like I'm so confident on the keys. Like mm. I know whatever I have in my head, I can I can play it, and yep. yeah, that just I think that makes the whole writing process and producing process so much easier. Mm. Hmm. So you're you're pretty much just can you pretty mu- so it sounds like you can pretty much just imagine what's going on pretty accurately before you've even touched the keyboard. Yeah, I mean, I hear I start off with I always start off with the chord structure, hmm. like it's like the bones, and then I just listen to it and I loop it and I hear different things going on and I yeah it, it's really um, 
it's not something I don't like pre-plan. Yeah. I don't have any sort of plans walking in. Like I just, I don't know, it just happens, you know? Mm. Do you do you find that you, you just like will have to randomly take a note or a mental, mental note or whatever it is when you're just doing something else because you've thought up of a really good musical idea just on the fly? Yes, all the time. My notes on my phone, like my phone app, it's crazy. It's If somebody looked through that, like, they'd be like, what is wrong with this person? <laughs> because I, I come up with, like, lyrical concepts as well on the fly. Like, somebody will say something to me, like a friend or, like, a boyfriend or whatever. Mm. Like, they'll say something to me and I'll be like, oh, my God, like, wow, that's, like, so dark or, like, <laughs> that's so messed up. So moody. Yeah, and it just will like trigger an idea, like a concept or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I'm always like, I'm always making mental notes of things people say to me, so I can like use and abuse it. Right. So you, you really <laughs> are just, you know, plagiarizing other people's words just with extra steps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And so you, you really are. So you, you find that that other people around you then end up being uh, more of an inspiration as to like lyrical ideas. Is that what you find? Yeah, like people have said some crazy stuff to me, man. Like I don't know, <laughs> and yeah, I just it always ins- it makes it makes me creative. It inspires me to write stuff. But maybe you should just carry a, a recorder around you wherever, and just like wherever you are, to start taping before you start talking to someone, even if it's some random. You go up to them and say, "This conversation's recorded for qu- for quality and idea purposes." <laughs> no, like I literally have recorded a conversation before without the person's knowledge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do they know now or is this the first time they're finding out? No, nah, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if you are an Australian federal police officer, tune out now. Um, it's so <laughs> So you you you're pretty much you just like you just, just a menace, Morgan. You just out yeah. there <laughs> recording people's conversations just so you can get lyrical ideas. Yeah, and like no one is safe. No one is safe. Just treat every conversation like you're a live microphone. Yeah, oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's actually- because if someone's going to hurt you and someone's going to be a dick to you, why not? Why not like take advantage of that and write and make art? Do you know what I mean? Well, is this going back to the 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 inspiration for the actual songs? Oh yeah, definitely. Right. So it sounds like this. There's a real piece of work going on behind the scenes here with this particular oh. individual. Such a piece of work, yeah. Uh, I don't want to pry too much because, you know, you've got to keep some things a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I mean, did you find that, like, beforehand, were you writing songs that maybe weren't specifically about people? Was this the first time that you'd gone and uh, were really focused on getting some, some music down that was about a particular person? Um, no, like, I didn't. Um, necessarily have that intention of Mm. writing songs about a particular person like I think that's just the way my mind works like I'm like an intense person like I yeah I things like can really consume my mind and I Mm. think that's just how I'm able to process that because I can get it out creatively and um yeah yeah like I'm and I, I can't really write about things that I don't care about or that I'm not like emotionally invested in. Like I'm, I would say that all my music is very honest and very vulnerable and raw. So yeah, like whatever is really consuming my like heart and soul at any point in time is what I'm going to write about. 
Mm, and mm. yeah, just have to be that like situation. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So it, it really can vary then by the sounds of it. Yeah. Like it's not like I'm, you know, going to like ever sitting there going like I want to write about this person. It, I just, whatever emotions I'm feeling, I will will come out. You know? Have you ever actually just gone and written a song and it's come out without you really thinking and you go at the end, it's like, I really have no idea what this is about. And, and it's just from start to finish, there's no- there's no clue. It's just some sort of, you know, fever dream of, you know, of, of you know, sentences coming out and lyrics. Is that, have you ever had that experience? Well, I don't know that exact, but I've had like where I've written something and I don't know what it means. Mm. And then and then I find out in like a, a week or like a few weeks time or something that it's sort of predicted the future. <laughs> like right. what I was writing about literally happened. Um <laughs> And it's often in like a relationship context. Right, and right. I think it's like I'm like, oh yeah, I knew that was going to happen. I don't know. You, you, you're you're your own horoscope. Yeah, it's probably jinxed yeah. it to happen. For all we know, <laughs> probably. Now, well, I mean, as what I was going to ask was there then any songs that you've written rather than being predicting the future, you've written and, and like then it's taken some time and then you suddenly come to some realizations like, oh, that's what it's about. I get it now. My brain wasn't letting me in on this one until I until I'd had a few weeks to really comprehend it. Like, have you ever had that situation? Yeah, well, definitely because I think that writing is how I understand how I'm actually feeling. Like, I my mm. my thoughts confuse me a lot of the time. So, like, um, the way I interpret the past or a situation can sometimes only become clear after I've written about it. Yeah, yeah. So, is it? I mean, not so much. Uh, you discover it's more of a coping mechanism, more like it's a, a mechanism to sort of understand these sort of abstract emotions that might be going on. And you go like, how can I, how can I comprehend this? And it's sort of a weird, convoluted way of doing that. Yeah, and it's really nice actually because you know this album is came from a pretty dark place to be honest. And yeah, I this was a way of again of helping me understand how I was feeling. And, like, so many people messaging me yesterday being, like, oh, my God, like, this song is exactly what I'm going through right now. Like, and I just love that because I think when you write from such an honest place, people are going to connect to it. And people were saying, like, it's so cathartic listening to it. And, yeah, I don't know. That just That's the best part, I think, of releasing an album that, or that's, releasing a music or whatever. That's pretty cool, though, that you're already getting, like, a day a day out or at only as of, to, as of recording. And you're already getting the fans yeah. swooning over you, <laughs> and, and and already giving you their life story, which which was unsolicited that you didn't ask for that, but uh, they're yeah. giving it to you anyway. <laughs> no, I love it. I love hear like I get so excited when somebody like messages me about like mm. a song or thing. Even when like I love hearing people's favorite songs so much. Like I'm like, which track do you like vibe with the most? Yeah, it just interests me so much. Where where are you hoping to go to with the because I'm not sure where you're up to with the next record, but you've mentioned it a couple of times. But where are you hoping to go to with the next record? Like, are you are you wanting to explore the darker themes more, or are you going to be it's going to be happy? Is it going to be something else? Like, what are you thinking at this stage? Um. Well, like most of it's already written, to be honest. Um. And like sonically, again, it's it's sort of um quite joyful and uplifting. Um, I think that lyrically it maybe is a bit less dark than this one as well, just because mm. of, I'm like in a better place. Um, 
but there are still those similar, again, like what I said before, there are those like motifs and themes that are carried through because that's just who I am. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Especially like some of those themes of like, mm. um, being, uh, like sort of trapped and manipulated. Those are especially, those are the two things that people messaged me about, messaged me about the most yesterday as well. And yeah, I think I'll always write about that. I think those things will always come up in what I write about. Yeah. So, do you like the idea that the songs that you put out, there's a certain populism about them in, in terms of these are emotions and these are situations that really are can easily be experienced by anyone else and they can be interpreted by anyone else as experiencing that as well. Yeah, definitely. And like, I feel like people, you all, you can get so stuck in your own like thoughts, like you can indulge too much in your own shit and be like, <laughs> what I'm thinking is so unique. Like, oh, I'm so like broken and sad or whatever but people like there's so many people feeling the same way and yeah yesterday was really like heartwarming to see that mm, mm. i mean i'm not like yay everyone's broken but <laughs> you know <laughs> 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 but also i am <laughs> <laughs> yes yes please please keep having heartbreak yeah i'm so sad <laughs> for you i'm so sad for you i might write another ep <laughs> yeah <laughs> But no, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's just it's good that you're getting that that sort of connection. Yeah, it's not just it's a universal the universal emotions. Everybody can have the same, be in the same boat. Essentially, it's not just yourself. Yeah, and also just like music. I don't know about like you, but when I'm feeling bad, like a song can literally change my entire day, and like mm. I'll be like, hey, everything's going to be okay. Yeah, and the, the fact that people were having that experience with these songs was, like, so amazing to me. Mm. I was going to say, are there any artists at the moment that you just that are really exciting you that you've only recently discovered? Yeah, like so many people. Like, I'm always so inspired by other mm. people all the time. Any any um, other local Sydney artists that should deserve a shout-out that maybe don't get enough love that you're, oh like, my gosh. you're on the down low with, you know? <laughs> you slide into, their, uh, slide into their Instagram DMs every now and again just to sell them, tell them they're awesome. <laughs> well, actually... There is this song, um, this girl, she just released an album called The Healer. Her yep. name's Mariam. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. <laughs> but like, yeah, but it's S-A-W-I-R-E-S. But, like, yeah, her songs are amazing, and I was really vibing them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's all a bit of a vibe, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, apart from, apart from, though, um, obviously completing the next release, uh, what's on the cards for you for the rest of the year, music-wise? Um, well, yeah, I just want to keep writing and producing and, you know, I want to play more live shows, but we'll see how that goes. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, that's, that's just, the uncertainty at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, also just I want to, you know, I'm really excited and proud of this album so i want to like put in the work for like you know promoting it and making sure as many people hear it as possible um yeah so that that's pretty much the plan mm, nice nice well i'm certainly keen to see you to see to see your um you know your, your career develop music wise um and i can <laughs> definitely hear more music and whenever you get around to that next release morgan yeah we're gonna play in a sec one of the non-single tracks uh, that you said that was yeah. a sticky outy song for you that you you really liked. I wouldn't dare. Now, what 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 partic- what in particular about this song stands out for you as one of your favourites? 
Um, the vocal layering in the pre-chorus, I love. I'm obsessed with. <laughs> That's so specific, and I love it. It's like, you know, not the themes, yes. not the vibe. No, the, the, the vocals. <laughs> and there's one specific spot. Because well, as you said before, it's like it's one of your, your – sounds like one of your pet loves. You love the vocal layering. Yeah. Yeah, love. Was this – was it – in terms of, like, vocal layering, was this one of the songs that had more of that complex work behind it that you had to put more effort into? Um, yeah, especially in this pre-chorus section, like there's so, there's a lot going on there. There's so many little subtle things happening and I just, the way it all worked, like I, I had like, like 50 to 60 step vocals. It's, I feel, I feel like, like it's this pre-chorus. Yeah, be- no, seriously, like <laughs> it just all floats together and I just love the way it all sounds like, yeah. <laughs> it's, if there's ever a reward, if there's ever an, an award for like pre-chorus vocals. I feel like you deserve one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, of course, the, the EP, which is called Glow Up, or Grow, grow Up, did I, make, did I mispronounce that? No, it's Glow Up. Glo- it is yeah. Glow Up. I thought, I don't know why, I was like, I, I said it and then I thought, yeah, Glow Up, and then I thought, no, wait a minute, it's Grow Up, isn't it? No, no. I should have I should have <laughs> had it up in front of me before I said that. Glow Up by Morgan Houston is out now, wherever you stream your music. Uh, where can we find your music and your socials and all that fun stuff? So I'm probably most prolific on Instagram mm. at Morgan Houston Music. Do it um, for the gram, the vibe. Yep, yep. <laughs> Get on the gram, yeah, folks. Yeah, I post a lot of um, random shit on my stories. Sometimes yeah. I delete after two minutes. I'm like, oh, my God, Morgan, no, 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 sweetie. Oh, my <laughs> God, cringe, like, girl, you've re- cringe. You've revealed too much of yourself. <laughs> too much, girl. Uh, yeah. So that's probably the best place to, like, keep up with how things are going um, but yeah, make sure definitely follow me on Spotify as well because that really helps, especially you know being mm. an independent artist. That's fair. Yeah, no, give give her the old follow, give her the old listen too if you haven't already heard the excellent EP slash album slash albumet slash somewhat <laughs> convoluted lengthy release. Um, Morgan, thank you for coming on. It's been. Far too much fun. Thank you for having me. I think we're both incredibly hungry now. Uh, we've both got to have lunch. Yeah, I'm so excited to eat. <laughs> I, I have to say, what, what do you think is on the cards? You were telling me before the interview, like, I'm going to go and order something. It's like, fair enough. Can't really do much else in lockdown. Uh, what are we, what are we, yeah. um, what are we, you know, zippity door dashing slash menu slogging on for this, this <laughs> fine July day? Um, I kind of want like gyros. Oh, like girl, you know, girl <laughs> vibing. Oh my god, the Greek vibing, bro. Yes, I thought like I, really. I, I thought a strong day of concreting. All I feel like is a gyros. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, uh, we went. Why well, ages ago? Me and my girlfriend were waiting for our gyroses. Uh, we're out and about. And waiting, of course, and they had they had the. I think this is great. I think they should do this at every takeaway restaurant. They just had the signs like uh, "Uzo shot five dollars." <laughs> yes, please. Oh yeah. Oh, but it was great. You're like just waiting, like oh, I want a Giro shot. I want a Giro shot. I want to. I'm gonna have a Giro shot and my Uzo wrap. No, um, so we had a shot of Uzo while we're waiting for our Giros. It was great. Just at this takeaway place. Oh my god! No, I love that. I, I think it's a great initiative. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, why a uh, Giros up, Giros well for me, 
Morgan. I hope it's a delicious, <laughs> delicious Greek feast. And uh, it, it is indeed an absolute treat and an absolute feast uh, listening to the Morgan Houston release. So, Morgan, thank you again for being such, a, such a good sport today. Before, <laughs> no, you're welcome. <laughs> before anyone forgets, please tell us what we're about to listen to and tell us who you are. So, you're going to listen to I Wouldn't Dare by Morgan Houston from the Glow Up EP. <laughs> album <laughs> and and whose who, who's, whose voice does this belong to this is morgan's voice <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself folks thanks morgan we'll see you around thank you we don't have to make it This is Mick from Heavy Reborn, and you're listening to AMR. You packed up in a tiny case. When I come, you'll have gone away. Your special friends need you today. And I always need a break. I'm wishing it away. 
times I wish that I'd stay If I told I'm just whispering And if I move I'm just dodging wheels A stone statue as we drive Dan, I'm not kidding. (laughs) After this malarkey, yeah, you don't um, know the kind of shit we're doing behind the scenes. No, I'm like I'm just about to throw. Throw. um, He's tired, folks. What have I got near me? Uh, Drumstick, empty coke can. Oh, not the drumstick. Yeah, and it's not the fun kind. It's not the ice cream kind. It's the kind that hurts. Mm, It's um, yeah, it's wood, and it's not shaped in the like a spoon. So, what was the name of the song, Gareth? Oh, uh, that was uh, that was Silt. I always need a break, which is I'd like I'd like to have a break. I'm off. See yeah. you later. I'm, I'm taking oh, a break now. He's gone. He's gone. See you, listeners. Oh, he's pulled a Clive Palmer on me, folks, and he's left the interview. No. Um. <laughs> oh, he's already he's already on his he's already he's already when, alcohol reviews coming. When's the early, alcohol review? What did you get? Oh, that'll have to come soon. <laughs> so you, you're you're excited. 
Sir, you are excited. That was Silt, anyway. We've got info on Silt. We do. What was before that, too? Bring it up. Oh, that was the Morgan interview. Right before that. Was it? Oh, no, before that. I don't know. I wouldn't dare one of the, one of the tracks off her AP. Oh, Come on, yeah. Gareth. You had okay. one job. <laughs> I wouldn't dare take tell, yours. Tell me. Yeah, no, uh-huh. been not. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did you get that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. You're not that quick. I'm rolling my eyes at it already. Yeah. Well, tell there. me about Silt, Gareth. The listeners are quicker than you. Um, Silt, uh, it's spelled S-I-L-T. I don't know how else you spell them. Um, what, 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 what have we got? Well, apparently they're going to be coming out with their new EP later, or their debut, sorry, later in the and year. And they're from Melbourne. They are. I had the pleasure of seeing them support the great Emu War casualties earlier mm. in the, well, a couple of months ago now at Last Chance Rock and Roll Bar, and they opened up. And, uh, yeah, they did really good. Great, great little three-piece. Um, and they've got, uh, yeah, so, uh, this is a really good song, actually. Yes. Nice bit of guitar work, little, nice little guitar solo in there, too. Um, apparently, you have to probably follow their socials to find out where they're playing soon. Jess Pallone, is it? Yeah, Jess, yeah. Jess Pallone is the, yeah. is the vocalist in that. Mm. Yeah, no, I have known known Jess like, just out and about from the scene for ages. So it's, it's good to see, it's good to see them, people that you've like met over the years, do well with their bands. Cool. It's courtesy of uh, the great guys at KPR, um, and on on the topic of um, on the topic of uh, publicists, thank you, Michael from Evergreen, for letting us chat to Morgan too. Mm. That was so much fun. And uh, hopefully, Sydney can hopefully Sydney can be out of lockdown soon, Morgan. Hope you're not feeling too cooped up in in there. We know exactly how you feel. Um, yeah, poor old Sydney, eh? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, but they did pick the right they picked the right ground this week, didn't they? The, the Swannies. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey? I, I, you have to well, the man's context. Actually, well, if those are as soon as you AFL, mentioned footy, I'm, we're gonna go, I have no idea what's going we're gonna go on. We're going to sport, but they've actually – and this is this is my idea with music, right? Oh, Why yeah. don't we do this? Okay. Now, the AFL have purposely bought all teams from around Australia mm. into hubs, which is in Victoria, Adelaide, and Hobart, I think. Because last year they were up in Brisbane. Or Tasmania, yeah. So this, this year we're currently in a hub. <laughs> In the southeastern states, because we, we pulled an Uno reverse card, because we pulled an Uno reverse card, and now Brisbane's got an outbreak. <laughs> Draw four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do not pass go. Uh, so do not collect two hundred dollars. So the AFL have, have bought. Well, why don't we do this with music, right? And get all the bands from the state and just <laughs> just bring them down in, to Melbourne, and, and they just, can just keep playing. Just and force they, them to play shows for free every week. Well, no, like sell tickets. I mean, you know, you can at least get twenty five thousand into the MCG when, when a band plays. Can you? Uh, maybe for the grand final, sure. <laughs> no, just three piece lineup. That'll do. Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. old Colonel lineup, eh? Yeah, bit of silt. You reckon three piece? Well, let's get some interstaters. You know, bit of North Lane, bit of Carnival. <laughs> oh, uh, you're talking you the know. big, the big boys. Yeah, the big boys, the big stoinkers. Mm. Speaking of stoinkers, have you reborn? Mm. A little fan, I took a little journey up to the studio last Tuesday and said good day to the folks. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was definitely a waste of time between between mix mix unfunniness. Dan was missing doing bar talk so much he had to come and crash <laughs> someone else's show. It had been too long. Yeah, no, it was it was good. I'd been meaning to come up and do um, heavy reborn for ages, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was good. We had the whole crew there for the first time in how long? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, it's, uh, we've had that lockdown, jo- the mini lockdown. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a mini lockdown. It was just, <laughs> just just a lockdown. Just son of a bitch lockdown. <laughs> um, Every lockdown's a son of a bitch, isn't it? Yeah. 
I was going to say the, the, other, the other show I was going to mention was um, Adam Glenn's uh, The Talk Act Show. But yes. What an interview with uh, Rod Hardy, X Files. Yeah. The Jag, Battlestar, uh, Jag, Battlestar Galactic, The Mentalist. Um, um, Neighbours and Prisoner, Australian. Uh, He's a full on Hollywood producer. Really, like, really one. impressed with Adam, honestly. Really brand new to the whole podcasting interviewing game. And but he's really got his his head screwed on in terms of how to interview his artists, how to research them, and what kind of questions to ask to make it to get interesting answers because it is really what kind of question you ask and how you frame it, and that comes with experience. But Adam seems to um, come with a bit of a natural natural um, knack for it, which is really good, mm. and certainly worthy of an of a guest such as Rod Hardy, who apparently really likes to talk. He does. He's great. To, he's a great talk. I've interviewed him myself. But some of the but some of the answers and some of the insights he was giving in that interview were really mm. really fascinating, and it was a very engaging interview. So go and check it out. It's well, out wherever you get. It's out on mainly on Spotify and also uh, AustralianMusiciansRadio.com. That's the only place you go, Dan. Stop mentioning that other <laughs> crapify thing. Well, it is a good hub to go to. When then you can you know branch out for wherever else we can find. No, you just we do. you go you go and listen but, to one show on AMR, and then you branch out. Yes, right? yeah, so you, exactly. you could be listening to the Talk Act show and then you branch out to the bar, to bar Talk. Well, yeah, exactly. The The website is a great place to start with that. Mm. Um, speaking of other other AMR associates and shows, um, fuck you. Yeah, Gumpy and Skeet up they, there. They are. And Cairns. So many videos. Go and check out oh, I can't say it any other way. Cairns. 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 Shout out to your Cairns. Shout out to Cairns, Gumpy. Check out their- oh, AKA, uh, <laughs> AKA Sunny Day. <laughs> They've got I these- can actually, I can actually, I, I'm, I'm a very, I can do a good impersonation of Sunny Day. Yeah. He does, like Gumpy doesn't oh, even know yeah. it's me. He thinks it's him. Those two are just like bouncing off each other, aren't they? They really, they really do have a great bond. And the uh, great, great little videos they've got going up on their, their brand new Facebook page too. So go and check it out. Far Q TV and Radio on Facebook. Um, but their episodes for Far Q, Far Q Radio are on AustralianMusiciansRadio.com. They're classics. Yes, they are. They really know. They really love the banter. They really love the yeah. bands. Um, and I think we've covered that. Oh, I think that's, yeah, that's- Heavy that's Reborn. Much oh. Huge, huge shows. Uh, yes. We had um, uh, Quinn from mm-hmm. uh, Black Skeleton. You did, yes. And uh, last episode, what a, what a coup that that was. And it was fun chatting to the guys from Tribe Hound, so- they yeah, came into the, the studio. studio. Yeah. yeah. Came all the way from- from, they, from Donga. No, from Donga. Dong, big, the big dong. Yeah. They the literally, old, they literally yeah. drove down just for the interview. I don't know what it is with those phallic like, names. They can't, they can't go north, so we'll go as far <laughs> south as we can. <laughs> I don't know what it is with those phallic names up in the northeast of Victoria. You've got Wodonga, Wangaratta. Danelic one. That's, that's not- That's not in the northeast of Victoria, Gareth. Just stop, stop saying it because it. it's my hometown. We own it. Sure? Yeah, well, you can't. You, you know, that's it's Aussie rules territory. Well, uh, actually, true. Yeah, they read the, Herald, the they read the Herald Sun, <laughs> not the, not the Sydney Morning Herald. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. You know? uh, they they do drink carton. Too. They do. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you know that's that's well, Victorians like, uh, by default, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like, <laughs> for our international viewers, right? You wouldn't know. So, it's 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 a very weird situation yes. because the river actually is the border, but yeah. New South Wales owns it. Yeah, and it's like well. Hang on a sec. <laughs> yeah, I know. You go swimming and you change states. It's great. Yes, yeah. that's right. Your yeah, towel's yeah. in Victoria. You only have to fall in the water and you're under- Your knickers are in, <laughs> your knickers in New South you only Wales. To, you only have to fall in the water wrong <laughs> and you'll be in jail in Sydney. Yeah. Like, we're taking you to the. We're taking you to Boggo Road. But I know that's in Brisbane, isn't it? I don't and, know. And if you, 
And if you, if you accidentally float too far, you end up in South Australia. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. May get chomped up by a riverboat between there and here and there, but that's that's you know that's up for you to discover, and think, us to find out I about think, on the news. I think you'll probably um, uh, level out a bottom out on a sandbar before you get to South Australia, probably, but, yeah, um, <laughs> or hit a weir more likely. <laughs> but yeah, um, Heavy Reborn's out every Friday too, which is awesome. Uh, those yep. guys are kicking goals as always. There, Al Carly, oh, Mick, this week, Luna Doty, Luna Doty, brand new lead singer, three brand new tracks. Go and check out the the uh, episode. Should be out uh, Friday. Yeah, um, it was good to meet the, some of the guys from from Lunar Deity on Friday, mm. supporting the lovely a uh, f- uh, four interviewed artist uh, Cami Cole as as part of her band. Which yeah, is awesome. Should be how things work out. It's all connected, you know. It's all connections, bro. Um, Let's connect the listeners with a couple more tracks. Dan. Exactly. Uh, we've got. Well, coming up right now, Sydney artist. Uh, speaking of Stoinkers, we've got some mm. Stoinkers coming up. A couple of heavier tracks. Exactly, exactly. Bleach by Live Like Animals. These guys are from Sydney, and I saw the I saw them described as pop metal, so I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to have a listen to this. Uh, and I was pleasantly surprised. It was really good. Um, I'm just having a look to see what they're up to. Uh, they are being really busy by the looks of it, but it was just a real slammer all the way. Great bit of work, and I love the vocals too. Just, just, yeah, just the classic metal vocals. Uh, and after that, uh, an artist that apparently we've had in the studio a long, long time ago. No, just on the phone, I think. Oh, just on the yeah. phone. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't a long time ago. It was only last year. Okay, okay. Ooh, man, it's a long time ago, I think, <laughs> compared to now. <laughs> May have been even before. I can't even remember. Yeah. Oh, it all blurs after a month or two, does it, Gareth? Yep. You see? Yes. Yes. You don't have, it. You don't have unfortunately, the easy to search RSS feed like I do. So. Oh, get your hand off it. <laughs> now, thanks. Uh, so, yeah, we're going, Sydney double, we're going for a Sydney double shot because uh, these guys are also from Sydney. <laughs> And uh, prove me wrong. Yeah, God, you're cruel. Is this is a double shot, right? Sydney double shot. Well, one for each week of lockdown. Uh, one, one, one Pfizer, one AstraZeneca. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently, they got a video clip for this one uh, out too. So go and check it out. But prove me wrong is the name of the track. I don't reckon they're going to be out of lockdown by tonight. Oh, no being way. Friday. No, uh, today's no. yeah. Today is Thursday as a release. So Thursday. No way. Yeah. I don't think. I don't. I do not think so. Now these guys have been getting a lot of support from a lot of areas, including, of course, us AMR, the best of them all. Um, but yeah, I guess we should not delay anymore. Gareth, what do you reckon? Just hit it. Just damn hit it right here. Well, actually, let's mention the songs. It is, of course, Live Like Animals with Bleach. And after that, Fangs with Prove Me Wrong right here on Butter. on AMR.
This is Jay Stark from Heavy Reborn. You're listening to AMR. Where do I start with this? When will there be an ending? Think we just need to dig a little deeper. Suddenly, I feel like I'm distracted. Fake it and then we are reacting. Change stories, let us believe it. I know it's getting hard to face it. It's all talk and nothing here.
it. <laughs> you set your that was my James screaming, Hetfield. is it? That was my James. That was my. I can't be bothered doing a proper James Hetfield impersonation. So I'm doing a half-ass James Hetfield impersonation, <laughs> or my half-ass Fangs impersonation. Because you know what? We better let the artist dance themselves. You know, I can't be encroaching too much on them. But I, I digress. Fangs was the song you just heard, and there the title of it was "Prove Me Wrong." And before that. Live like animals with Dye bleach. your hair with bleach by live like animals. Yeah, you could. You bet me to that one. I, I waffle on too long sometimes when I've had. I just had an iced coffee, so that's um, that's probably why I'm waffling on. Iced, iced coffee gets me talking, Gareth. That's a coffle. It's a coffee waffle. It's a, it's a yeah, yeah. Well, well um, whatever that means. <laughs> you say a lot of things that are before well, my time, you're Gareth. Not, you're not. You're not. You're, uh, me. you're not having a. a, a, a Alcoholic beverage tonight. Well, I do. It's in the fridge and I forgot to grab it out. So, we're going to play the alcohol review ID and while I grab the the bottle. Oh, God. Now it's time for the alcohol review. Taking the piss out of the piss. See, <sighs> so Gareth, alcohol review is the main reason why I do this show. If I let, it, let the cat out of the bag uh, and I'm, I'm, keen to, well, I'm keen to let the beer out of the bottle, so to speak. And uh, it's, it's, I can tell you now, it's going to be one of those piss poor efforts. Probably. Uh, Dan's famous for. Yeah, reduced. Yes, I do. Actually, you know what? I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I got this one at uh, BWS. I don't normally mention where I get it. But I have to tell you, BWS, you're doing well with your reduced stickers. They look about 10 times better than Dan Murphy's. If you even try to open stickers. that, if you even try to open that near the desk, Dan. I'm going to stand way back. Don't you worry. I haven't shaken it up. It's all good. It's been in the fridge sitting still for about the last couple of hours. I might have shaken it up. Well, that's on you, isn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it'll be on you. Because <laughs> you're opening well, actually, it. Literally, yes. <laughs> Physically on me, l- metaphorically on you. Yeah, anyway, here's Dan's crap alcohol review. Oh, oh yes. So I because, should mention uh, the name. So I'm probably not even going to taste it. We're traveling, we're traveling back <laughs> across the ditch this week for a bit of uh, Monteith's, who is no stranger to this show, no stranger to my mouth. I do quite like a bit of Monteith's. But- this is an IPA or an India Pale Ale for those of you not in that know. And um, for those of you that are in my know, you know that I'm a bit hit and miss with IPAs. So I'm interested to see how this one goes down. Yeah, you don't it's remember called- half of them you have. <laughs> no, I do because I do, they're usually disgusting. Um, <laughs> but we'll see how this – sometimes you hit a good – you hit the jackpot. But this one's called the Phoenix IPA and it's got a really nice looking design on it, I have to say. Rising from the ashes in the morning after. This is probably like, a hangover beer. Yeah, yeah this is the – yeah, you're looking for that after the, your big night out. It's, it's no beer wank actually, surprisingly. So um, I, need, I need a beer. I've got to keep drinking. Yeah. You know, where's, where's the Phoenix? 1.3 standards, guys. Uh, I'm trying to see the percentage. It's a bit hard to see with the darkness. Probably 4.6 or a, 5 or something. A flat 5. A flat five. Well, I hope it, the beer is not flat, but the percentages are flat. Mm. Yeah, nice and rounded. That's what I like, folks. You know what? I also like a good opening sound. So let's hear it very carefully. It's got wink written all over it. And I've, oh, yep. I've dropped my bottle opener. That's that's yeah. This bottle opener was a. Remember when these guys came in? Was yeah. The old gradual. That was like a, that's a blast from the uh, old feel the burn past. However, what am I tasting? What am I? Gareth, ask me what I'm. What I'm smelling uh, right now. Dan, does it like please get us out of our misery? It smells like wankery, that's what it smells like. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's see if I can let's see if it can rise me raise me up, so to speak, with a little taste. Well, Dan, like what do you want me to say? Uh, Dan's drinking a beer. I'm painting a picture for you at home. No, I want you to do the gurgling noise, oh, you make. Oh, okay. 
There we go. Now that's a proper <sighs> drinking sound. That was a real sound effect too. I should be like Michael Winslow of the of the beer world, but you, of the alcohol world. If we lived a hundred years ago, you'd be the guy that does the sound effects for those live radio shows they used to do. Yeah, yeah. I'd be the guy banging the pencil. Yes, on the table to make it sound like the ball was hitting the bat. Yeah, yeah. They they honestly worked harder than anyone else back in the day. Yeah, but as for uh, how this beer works, works pretty well actually. Does it? Very easy drinking for an IPA. I'm happy to hear. Did you want to have a taste? No, I don't. Okay. No. <laughs> no, unless it's blue, I don't want to drink it anymore. <laughs> and he complains about what I'm drinking, folks. Yet here he is, Mr. Fussy over here. If it's not blue, I'm not drinking it. I said, yeah, well, that's, you know. So, what, so I open your fridge now. It's full of blue Gatorade. Once you've had an Alice in Wonderland, you never go back. This is Blue lemonade. Is that all you're drinking now? No, just Alice in Wonderland. That's that's the only juice you have I get. To learn it, you, you know, <clears throat> you'll have to save yourself some money. And learn how to make them at home, or does is is it just not not the same if Steve doesn't make it? Um, now Steve doesn't make it. He can't be bothered. He gets someone else to do it. There's too many <laughs> steps in that. Well, who's the, who's the main who's the main cocktail maker? Uh, probably Alex. So he makes them for you each time. Yeah. Do you give him a little kiss and say thank you, Alex? No. You're done good. No. No, no kisses for the bartender? No. Not even a air kiss? Not even a No, if you, want to give, if you want to give Alex a kiss, you can go uh, You can go to Suki Saturdays because he's one of the DJs. Okay. Oh, mm. so you go up to the Part, desk. AKA Party Shirts Thompson. Is that his, is that his nickname? That's actually- Party Shirts Thompson. He's actually got a podcast. They do a podcast called, called Suki Podcast, but it's not the AMR one. What do they do on the Suki podcast? I uh, just do a live stream here and there, like on Facebook or something. Oh, sounds very pedestrian. Yeah. <laughs> but no, <laughs> go, go and check out, like, guys, honestly, Suki Land's are great. They're one of the great great business um, and, and you know, business and community Best partners. venue in the country. One of the best venues in the country, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's little, such a great- It's only a little joint, but it's got beautiful food, awesome beer really garden. does. Walk around the town, check out all the arty-farty stuff while you're there. I don't think I've ever had a bad feed at Suki Lounge. You don't. No, you, you don't, don't get it a just bad doesn't feed. exist. <laughs> they've, got a great, they've, got a great, they've got a great culinary team there. Mm. Uh, also, uh, Drum Power Music Factory, we should mention. Uh, musicfactorydirect.com.au. 97204581 or unit 2, number 55, Malvern Street, Bayswater. Thank you for reminding me too. And um, Bizopt, Bizopt yep. Solutions. Yeah, they're still there. Just. I think that's yes. probably the last week or they're on. Yeah. Done their they're six. There. They're around. They're, they're up there in the hills. <laughs> Those are Smith and Wesson and they've had it's their all, six. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's after tax time, so they're, they're probably busy enough as it is. Yeah. Uh, got to wait till he sells Audi. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, if you're listening, just, hurry just, up and sell that Audi, right? And then, uh, yeah, I'll come and see you. As soon as, as, soon as I see that sold sign. <laughs> well, you want to buy it, do you? No, Dave's fantastic. Thanks, Dave, for all his support throughout the first half of the year. Um, if, you, if you want to sponsor AMR, just email us, amrapply at mail.com mm. or message, yeah. You've got to buy some, if you just, actually, if you need to support AMR, buy some more music equipment or pay us to, to get some more music equipment because these mic stands are looking very sad. Just take us shopping. <laughs> Yeah, take us to Drum Power. Take us to Music Factory Direct. Um, I'll tell you something else you've got to go and check out. Uh, Suze and I went up to Suki Lounge on Speaking of, yes. Sunday, and we caught the absolutely amazing Opal uh, Opal Ocean, mm-hmm. uh, Alex and Nadav. Now, we got to sit down with them in the Jungle Bar, and we had a chat to them. Under the mushrooms. It was great, under the mushies, yeah. And that's on the website now, too, the interview. Yep. Um, came out quick. You're quick on these ones, Gareth. They've uh, they've got an awesome track out as well, which is at the end of the uh, podcast. Uh, it actually features Jordan Rudess from Dream Theater. What a name! Like, <laughs> what a what a what a catch! But 
Amazing, yeah. So go and check out the track. It's on our pages anyway. You can go and check out the video for that plus the uh, the podcast with Susan. I and Susan was fantastic too. What now, were they like live? What were they like live? They're incredible. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I actually termed uh, them to be flamenco headbang. And I think they're going to put that on their, their bio from now on. <laughs> <laughs> they liked it so much. There's a, there's a band called Calidad that um, tour a lot around Australia and they have a very similar vein. It's all nylon string like mm. flamenco music, but they call it nylon metal or like flamenco metal mm. because it's like that rhythmic. It's it's the same thing. It's like the same sort of like playing, but it's all on um, flamenco style instruments. So yeah, there's a few bands you know poking around that do that sort of thing, and they're very talented. Uh, well, it turns out, I didn't even know that. Sue Sue says oh, I'd like to go and see Opal Ocean. So okay, Sue, we're going to go up and interview them, and we walk in, and uh, they're like, "Oh, hi, Sue. How you going? Great to see you." And I'm like, "What you know them?" <laughs> She gets like, around. Oh, yeah. I just caught a train home with them one time, and I'm friends with the, someone's <laughs> mum. And, uh, she, and she, she is- we, we were at Gavin's house having a barbecue one day, and yeah, that was, was like that. So, it was very interesting. I, yeah, I find it so funny. She's such a quiet introvert. And if those of you remember when she came on the show- she was so it was it was it was fun. She was a great great co-host, but it's hard to get her talking. It's not easy. So, um, but honestly, I don't know how she does it. She just so well. I know actually how she does it. She just goes to as many gigs as possible. Mm. She's such a great asset, Suze. She's a good person to know. If you don't know Suze, get to know her. Come yep. come to Sickly Language. Blah, blah, blah. Come to blah, blah, blah. come to Lukey Sound with us and uh, say good day. Uh, yeah, and you'll be spurring your sleeps just like Dan. Yeah, I'll be having an, an uh, Wallace in Underland. <laughs> Um, whatever that. Mm, okay, that sounds a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit unsavory. <laughs> you said smell us in underland. Smell us, <laughs> smell us in underpants land. <laughs> by the sounds of it. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a, it's after you have a few too many curries before you change your uh, change your clothes. I think this oh, okay, is <laughs> getting to me, Gareth. There's, there's an Indian restaurant right next door to Suki. Don't mention them. No, don't mention it. Um, now. Um, the beer. You want to ask me about how uh, the beer is? Yeah, oh, it's been sipping it actually. It's pretty good. It's got to be crap, really. For you, yes. But then every time I say something's good, you say it's crap. So I, mean- well, I had I had a uh, I had a fruits fruits of the forest sour beer yesterday. <laughs> was that any good? It was beautiful. See, I wouldn't have I, I wouldn't have liked that, folks. See, you see, we're just opposite. We're just polar opposites, drink wise, beer wise. If, if, if your beer doesn't come in a pink can, I don't want it. Well, again, the color is quite colourful. The front, I know you can't see it in this lighting, but it's bright red and bright blue, and it's uh, obviously a lot of yellow because of the phoenix. Yeah, well, but- judging by the price, they've spent their profits on the on the label. <laughs> 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 again, only buy because it it's discounted. But this is actually really pleasant to drink. Uh, I'm genuinely surprised because most IPAs. You got to really take your time to swallow, but this just goes down really quite nicely. So Monteith's, you've done it again. It's you know for New Zealanders, you kind of know what you're doing. <laughs> I give this, I give this a good, I give this actually a solid good three point eight out of five Sue's reviews. There you go. It's not bad. I, I'd I'd have a six packs of this if it's on discount. Only if it's on discount. Again, price is an important factor. It's it is. <laughs> if you buy it from the bargain bin, what, what do you mean? It always tastes better when it's from the bargain bin, Gareth. It's that f- extra flavour that that it's added. That is added close to best before date. Um, yes, you were mentioning. Uh, oh, actually, before I forget too, because it has been three weeks since we've had an episode. Uh, make sure you go and check out the recent interview we did with Luna Vexa at Prince Bandroom. Uh, we will hopefully be having more going out and about more around Melbourne and uh, interviewing some previous artists we've we've uh, had on the show. 
So keep an eye out for what we've got coming up. Um, check out too if you haven't on the Premix. We've got a couple got an art- a couple of articles coming up this week, so I hear. But my my recent one on Tina Reza's new single is which I thought I did pretty good on. Um, go and have that. Go and give that a little squiz and give the um, give Tina's uh, debut uh, song a listen because it's really cool. And of, but of course, as always, these are all on AustralianMusiciansRadio.com, aren't they, Gareth? This is where you go. That's the only place. AustralianMusiciansRadio.com. It's all there. Um, the website's very easy to navigate, if I say so myself, mainly because I made it easy to navigate, Gareth. Um, well, no. <laughs> we had the lovely Angelia Design design it a couple of years ago, and it's, um, it's, it's, it's held up. It's held up. Um, Sugi Lange, this week, I don't know we've missed that one. Uh, no, th- 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 tonight, Thursday. Thursday night, yes. The Coffins with uh, Coco Jumbo. What's on tomorrow night? Uh, Who's on tomorrow night? Uh, Private Function. I'm going to see that. that band. Yeah, I'm going to see them. <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Sunday, mm. Eastbound Buzz. Mm, nice. With, uh, oh, it's their drag single launch. There's always a lot of music going um, on there. So, Suki Land's really pulling through, regardless of the circumstances. Dadiri's coming up on, on July 21st. Yeah, we mentioned on Heavy Reborn that uh, I'm very excited about that one. Recently announced, British India, July 23. Yeah, they've played there a couple of times, I know. And uh, July 28, the art is murder. I'm hugely nice. looking forward to that. You'll be you'll be hopefully getting a chat to them or fingers crossed. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'll 110%. be- 110%. Like, yeah. Have they come on um, Heavy Reborn before? The art is murder? Yeah. No. Okay, so this is- you, no. You're very excited. But we played CJ McMahon with Phase One. Phase One did a remix of uh, CJ McMahon. Very, very good point. Hmm. Yeah. Heavy Reborn. Yep. Best heavy music coming around the country. is being also, played every week. Also out on Friday. Yes, out tomorrow. New episode. Um, which is the band? What band's name again? You have to remind me, Gareth. Lunar Deity. Lunar Deity. Yes. Um, now, Gareth, a couple of songs to finish up on. A couple of actually, some one of my couple of my couple of my favourites for this week. Actually, oh, actually, I'm, me too. Because, and, and it's funny because last week I was literally saying we don't get enough male pop songs. In we've been inundated in a lot of female fronted. Well, female the first singers. one you you a bit misleading there, Gareth, because the first one is a female fronted pop song. Well, well, actually, she describes it Australian Gothic. Yeah, I know that one, but I'm, I'm talking. I'm going to talk about the last one that we're. You want to talk about first. the last one first? Yeah. Okay. Very well. Let's do things backwards. Um. Yeah. Well, that was uh, well. Cats is is the last one we're going to play, which is mm. they're from Melbourne and uh, and Singapore. Yes. So Cats is from Melbourne, and yeah. uh, Charlie Lim is the featured artist uh, who is from Singapore. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, getting a bit of Singaporean artists in there. You're sneaking the third, in. Well, we've we've mentioned Singapore a few times, and we said we'd, we'd accept their music because you know they're up there on their own. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Singapore. We haven't forgotten you. We're still down here. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we received a, a, a heavy track from Singapore, and I said, "Like, if they've it's only it's only like three and a half million people or something like that. They haven't got a huge population. Let's open it up to them. They're a Commonwealth nation. They're almost in the Pacific. Yeah, apparently you can walk from one side of the island to the other in one day. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> it's a small place. You'd do anything for alcohol on Phillip Island." Philip Island. Yeah, that'd take you a day to walk from one side to the other. Would, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you if you had if you if you had the hotel room in in San Remo and the pub was in Cows, sure. Um, I haven't been to Philip Island in ages. I have to go back. Have you been to Singapore? No, 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 no. I, I will. No. I'll have I'd like to, to go, go to there. Singapore. That'd be great. Selena, my my girlfriend, for those at home, is has been begging me. She goes, when we when we take our first international trip after this whole shenanigans is over. Um, she's like, we'll have to go to Singapore. We'll have to do the stopover in Singapore. Three mm. days. Um, yeah, apparently it's great. Cool. 
Yeah, yeah. Hello, Singapore. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, speaking of Singaporean artists, Charlie Lim features on this one, and it's going to be, I believe, one of the um, songs off Katz's upcoming sophomore EP, which is called Only You, and out on the 13th of August this year via Dot Dash and Remote Control. Yeah, great, great label. And we're going to be hearing the track Forgetting. Yeah, that's the name of the track. That's a oh, honestly, probably my favourite vocals off the whole, um, whole, whole episode, this one. Just beautiful, beautiful vocals. Mm. Um, and I believe the vocals are by Charlie himself, uh, with Cats doing the production. And I believe there is a video out for it. There, it looks like there's a bit of a live video out for it too. Uh, so go and check that out if you can. Uh, but these guys have apparently um, worked together before, back in 2018, on a previous collaboration. So they must, um, yeah, they must um, go together pretty well. Well, actually, no, they don't. Must they do go together pretty well? As this song, as this song is evidentiary of. Uh, now, Gar- thanks, Dot Dash. Yeah. And uh, who else we got? Oh, yeah. Oh, this one. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, uh, like, you, I know you. This is right. Well, I, didn't, right. I mentioned this on the Mint Factory that, you know, one of my earliest crushes that I ever had was the Miranda from the from Picnicking Hanging Rock. Yeah. Now, um, the aforementioned Australian Gothic track called Picnic by the brand new artist, Tia Tamora. So, debut, Gareth. I love when we mm. feature debuts. It's great to hear that 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 fresh sound. To see what you know, the artist wants to bring out into the world as their first song, and this is one hell of a debut. I haven't heard anything like this. I don't think I, I can't remember the last time I heard something like this. Um, I've heard similar kind of style of music by Plum Green. That's true. Yeah, actually, I, I can kind of get that. And it's surprising that they don't mention her as one of the artists that they try and compare her to. She tries to compare herself to people like Lana Del Rey and mm. Mel- Melanie Martinez, which is understandable. But Plum Green, actually, that's a good comparison as well, and a good mm. local comparison. Yeah. Um, so there's a music video for this one, and uh, that's inspired by the book and film Picnic Hanging Rock, and apparently so was the actual song itself, which is a really good, really good inspiration because it, it's one of those. Um, it's a classic of Australian literature, and uh, as you say, a classic of, of Gareth's childhood memories. Mm, film, you know, you always yeah. everyone thought that it was a real, a real story. Well, that's how. The, the movie was oh, yeah, the to be old, a real story. The old, you put your handbrake on the car and the car rolls up the hill. Well, no, it was because it was because they actually picked a real location, mm. but a, a, a made up story. Yes, yes. So well, everyone the, thought the, it was real. Yeah, yeah. You know? And and the, the amount of stories and ghost stories that people would come back with from you know they'd go on a picnic <laughs> to Hanging Rock and and they all they'd go to the races or whatever and they come oh I felt something eerie up on the hill maybe <laughs> it's the ghost of Miranda you know and sh- there was never any ghost there was never any Miranda yeah did you hear the kookaburras in in the song. It's so like throughout the bits between the yeah, At the, the start, verses. I did, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's sprinkled throughout. Very, mm. very, very good production on this one. I really liked how it just went from this sort of mellowy sort of verse to this full-on sort of pop blues, gothic sort of theatrical chorus. And uh, she doesn't. she really doesn't give a fuck. If you're not invited to the picnic, she mentions it. Fuck off, she basically says. Well, that's like I'm paraphrasing there, but yeah. So there we go. There's we the got lyric. through the whole show without you swearing, and you got to the very last couple of lines. It's been very good today. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's only I think it's only safe to say if we're going to swear, we may as well do it on the on the well, song. She did, she did say it. She did say it. And, and if, if you aren't, aren't invited, invited, get fucked. Yeah, okay. get fucked. All right. I, I agree. Tia, I hate gate crashes. You got to plan for a certain amount of people at your party. You get a bunch of gate crashes, and they they fucking ruin your night. Yeah, well, I'm not going to one of Tia's parties because she's on the Mornington Peninsula. I'm not going all the way down there. No, no, Minch Pinch. No, no, I can't down the Pinch. 
Hi to you, by the way. Yeah, should, um, pop up and see us sometime up here. Please in, do, Frederick Gully. And I, uh, if we ever do an interview, um, Tia, we're doing it on site at Hanging Rock. I don't care. <laughs> that's my. That's that's on. That's on you record. Actually, you were going to take me out there once, weren't you? I was. Oh, that's, that hasn't. So, I woke up. I woke up crook. So no, we, I got, I got we did go. We did go, and I'm planning to do another one again when the weather gets a bit nicer. Mm. Um, but we we picked the worst day that summer because it was 45 degrees Celsius. Mm. Uh, for those of you in America, 45 degrees Celsius is like 110. Yeah. Um, Fahrenheit, uh, and it was a total fire ban. There was some fires going around up that part of the state, mm. and they would closed off the actual rock. You couldn't climb up there, which is really annoying because that's the best bit about it. Well, because it's up National there Park, and, or yeah, yeah. Because mm. I mean, and fair enough. It is there's a reason why the who's the author's name again? He mentions it down here. Uh, Joan uh, Lindsay. Yeah, Joan that's Lindsay. the author. Yeah. There's a reason why Joan Lindsay picked Hanging Rock as the 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 setting. You go up into the rock, and I'm sure you, you've been there before, haven't you? Yeah. You can't hear shit when you get in there. You get through the crevices and you can't hear the person that's literally around the corner. Mm. Like you can get lost really easily. Um, but yeah, we, we had a barbecue and that, but I'm planning to go again. So, uh, Tia, you're invited to my next hanging rock trip and we'll, um, have a, we'll have a bar, we'll have a picnic and, uh, you can, um, you can tell me to fuck off afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Anyway, it's time uh, for us to fuck off. But, uh, before we do fuck off, uh, thank you for listening, folks. Thank you for tuning in again. Gareth, thank you for bearing with me. Oh, I'd had no choice. You turned up and plugged everything in, and True. and wouldn't let me go to bed. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's getting he's getting more and more ready for he's look, looking more and more towards the uh, the the bedroom. I'm on my cup of tea. Uh, yeah, he has got the cup of tea. He's ready for bed. But um, as always, guys, make sure you go and follow um, AMRs and Bar Talk socials on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Make sure you go and follow us on Spotify if you're on Spotify or Apple Music. Give us a review. Make sure you go and check us out at australiamusiciansradio.com forward slash bar hyphen talk or shows.acast.com forward slash bar talk or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Fuck off, Gareth. Fuck off, Dan. Uh, here they are. Uh, we, love our, we love your listeners. <laughs> we love them, but we're going to tell them to fuck off don't right go, now. Don't go. No, don't fuck off. No, after, no, wait for the music. After. Yes, you, you were thinking the same thing. After. Tia and cats. With picnic and forgetting. I, I, I forget the rest. Yeah, we've just, yeah, yeah we've yeah. disappeared. Right. Charlie yeah. Lim, we've forgotten about, Forget about us. Sorry. <laughs> see, see, you, see you guys. See you back next week with some more chit chat. The perfect scene for a missing place Parasols come out when the ladies play Where the sun shines but on Wednesday day Drove me something that we didn't know It took a mystery and a tableau Disclosing all suspicions of the unknown That something very strange is in my home I'm gonna have a picnic in the park If you are invited
is an absent force As it is in space but for us on earth I hear it pillowing through the canopy It's coming down the valley to my feet There's a lot of weird things going on And I cannot tell my right from my Small town birth small hopes Then the worst I fear is yet to come
Australian Musicians Radio dot com. <laughs> <laughs> 